Oh. Radio, welcome to episode one of the BBG show. We've got um Damo on the sh- on the podcast today, so a bit of a regular thing happening with me and you. So we've done this regularly. We have. We're at, what are we up to? Our third one now. Only one's published, but the third yeah, one. One was one was a bit of a flop. Yeah, audio quality. Yeah, we are still still in the learn phase. We're getting there. We're yeah. Getting there. So uh, yeah, me and um me and Damo are sharing a couple of beverages tonight. So it's um first first drink for me in probably about what oh, over 75 days. I didn't drink probably probably a week or two before that. So it's probably been about three months. So yeah. I've known you known you for like two years and I I don't think I've ever seen you have a drink. <laughs> no, it's a it's not a it's not a regular occasion as it is anyway, but um yeah, it, you find that when you when you limit things, it um, you start to crave them. When you like, when you know you can't have something, it's um, it starts to bring the craving in. I wasn't like I'm, as I was, I'm not much of a drinker anyway, but um, yeah, you take it out of the equation and you start to crave a Friday of a beer. You always get that rebound effect. Like when I try to stick to a, a diet or something like that. When I fall off the wagon, I fall off hard because I just, <laughs> I, I, I just, I need to have everything that I've been missing out on. Yeah, that was like, like that. Yeah, it's like, yeah, that was like me on um on the weekend after I finished the the seventy five hard. It was like I had pizza and then um I was like, oh, I feel like chocolate, so I got chocolate. Then I got ice cream, and then it was like, oh, it's going downhill fast. <laughs> it's hard not to. But anyway, I wanted to I wanted to use the uh, episode one as a bit of a seventy five hard recap. So um, yeah, yeah. So me and me and Damo kind of were just chatting one day, and I was saying to him that I wanted to get back into the seventy five hard. I'd done it once before, and I'd I'd failed. I think at about sixty six or sixty fifth day or something. So I forgot to um, take my progress photo, and then I forgot to read my book or something like that, and. Um, I kind of tried to cheat myself on the first the first little hiccup and I was like, ah, oh, it's only fucking a photo. I'll just take it the next day. And then I woke up the next day and then I um then I forgot to read my book and I was like, well, that's two hiccups, yeah. <laughs> fucking reset. <laughs> and then I couldn't bear the um the thought of going another 75 days on top of the 66 that I'd just done. So I think I gave it a probably five or six month break before I did it again because it's such a um such a grueling mental 75 days and it's a lot of a lot of effort away from your um from your family and it's a lot of selfish time so very easy to to miss those things you know what i mean like mm. like reading it i i know that i gave it a go and just i'd i'd be in bed nearly asleep and i'd realize fuck i haven't read my 10 pages yeah yeah and, and i'm uh, like I got to work in the morning, Joe. I mean, I'm, I'm back to fall asleep. That's the fuck yeah. this. <laughs> That's the hard part. Is like fucking coming home from from work like super late, and then you got to work out when you get home, and then because of lockdown, it's like you're working out in the lounge room, and then it's like I was a couple of times where I went for a walk at like nine thirty at night, and then it's forty five minutes, so you you know you're not back till like nearly ten, and then um. Yeah, and then you got to try and get back into bed and wind down and get up for the for work the next day. So it's a few tough oh. tough nights in there. Yeah, but anyway, so me and Damo were just you know we we're talking and messaging each other, and I was like, you know what, fuck it, I'm just gonna I'm doing it. I was like, I uh, we we're talking about in our last episode how we have um 
impulsive behaviors and um addictive addictive personalities it was kind of like i'm thinking about doing it and then i was like next thing i've bought the app and i've just spent eight bucks on the app and then i'm prepping my food for the next day and i'm fucking in full swing it can become expensive like trying to eat healthy and and prep all your food and do all that sort of stuff sometimes yeah it um it, it was it wasn't as bad for me because um because i'm vegetarian it, i started off pretty expensive because like i was um i was buying like a lot of quick and easy stuff like packet rice and um like cans of um like flavored beans and all that kind mm. of stuff but then once i kind of reined it back in and i started cooking everything back from kind of scratch and like making up a massive batch of rice for the week and then cooking heaps of beans like they kind of hard my price so but then you eat and the you thing. you had a bit of a like a hiccup day one you didn't get a blister, yeah, yeah. blister on your oh. on your pinky toe on like day one yeah so i almost gave up after like the second day so i um obviously having a bit of a break in between not running and then I hadn't played footy for ages. So there was no real like heavy time on my feet. And I mean, the majority of my training was jujitsu. So, you know, it's no shoes. So you're, um, once I was out the first, I think it was, yeah, the first day I went walking on the 4.30 in the morning, I get to like probably 30 minutes in. I was like, Oh, my, my little toes really hot. eh? like, I was like, what's going on. And then I was like, Oh, I might be getting a blister. And I was like, yeah, whatever. And then um, get home and then I was like, oh, yeah, there's a bit of a blister on my little toe. And then I was like, the next morning, got up again and I walked again and I was like, man, this is really fucking hurting. So then I pulled um, pulled my socks off and I got home and my whole little toe was like a complete blister from like the nail right around to the like kind of where it joins to your, to your foot. All of fluid? Um, it was popped. It was bleeding everywhere. And because um, like I felt it, um, I felt it on the walk, and then I was kind of just like, ah, oh, stop being, stop being a little bitch, and then um, push short, and then I was like, oh, it's, I definitely popped it, and then um, yeah, got home and it was there yeah, bleeding, and I was like, oh, I'll just taper up and just put normal band aids on it, and I was like, yeah, whatever. So I was like limping around at work all that day, and then the trainee that I had with me was like, what's going on, mate? And I was like, oh, I just got a blister on my toe. So yeah, whatever. And then anyway go to go for a walk the next morning and the whole 45 minutes I like wanted to cry and that's all I, I messaged you and I was like mate I'm I'm in agony eh? I was like oh it's only a, we joke around it's only a little tail we'll just cut the thing off and keep on soldiering we're going mate you're a fucking day two like what are you gonna do? <sighs> but then I thought to myself like if you're just gonna give up at these tiny little hurdles then like that's the whole point of this challenge is to mentally no matter what happens is just to keep going like I um that was the first little hiccup I had and it was kind of relatively smooth sailing for the, for the other probably next maybe 30 or 40 days. And then once, once you get into the probably day 40, day 50, maybe you start to, or probably about 30 days, you start to get the cravings and then, um, or they kick back in, they kind of go away after the first week or so. And then they come back and they kind of fluctuate in and out. It just depends on your social situations as well whether or not you're going yeah. out and okay, I had to go out to dinner and I pretty much just ate like a bowl of sweet potato fries for dinner, like, and, and veggies. Cause like I couldn't really have nachos or whatever else was on the menu. And then um, being away every fortnight, I kind of had to 
stick to my guns and it was like I was eating sombrero and just getting a um like just a taco bowl with just rice and beans and and salad so it was um it was hard not to throw all the extra sauces and uh and adding a burrito in there and and all the rest yeah yeah so it was it was kind of hard hard to stick to my guns in that in that sense um yeah pretty much when you're when you're away for work which you're mm. away quite a bit are you pretty much exclusively just buying your lunches and stuff like that or do you no nah, so i just i go for I go, I go to i go to woolies and um the way that i kind of set my diet up is um i made it very easy for me to take it on the road so like i just set my macros in my like my fitness pal mm. and then i'll have like oats or wheat bix or depending if i've got a microwave with me like i'll have oats at home when i'm home when i'm away i'll just have wheat bix because there's no microwave so what what is the living situations like when you're away you're just, just basic hotel room with the kitchenette and a microwave or not even together. a microwave like i changed hotels because like the first hotel i went in i was like oh well there's no microwave here so i changed hotels and then the first time i was in that first room the other trainee i had with me he come up one time and they had a microwave so i switched hotels and then um i had every time i went i got the room that didn't have a microwave so it was pissed me off a little bit but um yeah i just you just change the things and um get packet rice and then um i'd cook it like on site if i was like at site um whatever site i was at like i just heat it up and then um do that for lunch and then my dinner would be just sombrero and then yeah you just improvise and then so like yeah then i'll just be having like protein shakes and protein bars and yogurts and stuff to the to be the fillers and then rice cakes or whatever before i trained um yeah and then so that was kind of the it was smooth sailing a little bit till um till the back end of it and then yeah then covid come back again and then it took away the gym so then i had to go get some weights off my old man and back to training in the lounge room. And it's hard to get motivation when you're, um, you know, everyone else is sitting there eating dinner and you've kind of got yeah. to just pull your socks up and, and go for it. I don't have a garage. So it was like literally in the lounge room doing workouts and, oh. and uh, yeah, it's, um, and then towards the end of it, I can't, it was starting coming into winter. So I, it was absolutely freezing to get up in the morning. So I, um, yeah, I was just walking in the afternoon, so my arvos were jam-packed. I'd come home from work and then I'd walk, um, read my book and then train. So then by the time I'm finishing and finishing my meal prep and everything, it's like yeah, 9, 10 o'clock and then you straight into bed to do it all over again. Yeah, yeah, it's hard with like with COVID still like dragging out the way it is because I was – like my diet sucked for the past few weeks sort of thing. Mm. I've, I've kind of been um, – I've kind of been keeping on top of it with my eye on that grappling industries yeah. uh, competition in August. Yeah, yeah. Like the further this drags out, the more it looks likely that it's not going to happen. Mm. And um, yeah, it's just, just getting like harder and harder to stay motivated. Just, mm. just in terms of my diet, like I'm still, I'm still doing a lot. Like we're still yeah. running a lot and I'm still mm. doing a lot of weights and stuff like that. But most certainly my diet sucks right now yeah is, um well it's um it's like i was saying to jamie before i was like it's even now like now that i know that i don't have something to focus on it's i'm either 
100% in or like I kind of start falling out. It's hard for me to stick back to the, the kind of balance. But that's what kind of lucky that I, um, I'm i back into running and I'm kind of full steam ahead because that kind of keeps my weight in check and I can kind of slack off a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. It's creep, crept up a little bit. Yeah. But I think that just comes down to not getting those hard rounds in. Generally. Yeah. Like I'm, I'm, I think still, I'm still running a lot, but those hard rounds, like you burn a lot of calories. Mm. And you, yeah, because you think like you you if you're running like a couple of times a week and then you're um doing hard rounds on top of that, it's like you're running every day doing that, that amount of calories. Yeah. So yeah, it's um yeah, I can't I can't wait to get back into jiu-jitsu. It's um I've been missing it so much. Just those it's been good being running again because it, uh, that's the only way you really get the lungs burning and get that um yeah, real high intensity. But like that's only because I've been um only just been running again. I know once I start to get a lot fitter, I'm going to have to start pushing a lot harder for me to get back to that level. So I'm already dropping my, you know, my pace. You probably noticed since we started running again anyway, like at, at the start, we, the first pace couple is of, coming down. Yeah. Like the first couple of runs we're running at like the six minute mark and then we're already back at like the five minute mark already. So yeah, I only got a couple of, couple of runs under my feet. So it doesn't yeah. take long to get, to get the cardio back. But um, yeah, you just got to get those legs conditioned. Oh, I'm minor feeling it now. I'll tell you that. Well, p- uh, pause it's for a second. Pretty sore. P- yeah, pause for a second. Anyway, I've got to check my laptop on charge. Radio back at it. My uh, rookie era laptop going dead already. Um, yeah. So <laughs> as we're saying, um, yeah, getting the legs conditioned. That's where we're up to. Yeah, my legs are cactus. I I um I run. Like back to back, we would would we run um Wednesday night, and then I ran yeah I ran yesterday, and um yeah. the co- the quads are feeling it today, so I think I better um I I, I did thirty seven on Sunday yeah you're a beast and then and then did six with you on Wednesday and then did five mm. with Max last night yeah yeah you know tonight we'll touch t- we'll touch on the um on the run you did on, on Sunday, it was like, we're talking about it and you're just like, I'm just going to run a marathon on, um, or try and run a marathon on Sunday. Like just out of the blue. What's the, what's the go with that? Uh, do you know what? Like, I think it comes down to, I think it all comes down to having no jujitsu and, and stuff like that to do. Yeah. Because um, I, I like to have little challenges or just, just like adversity sort of thing. Yeah. Um, so I was just like, do you know what? Like, fuck it. Like, I've done half marathons and I've done them pretty easy. I was like, you know, I was like, fucking do it. But um, I kind of learned my lesson there. A, bit underprepared. <laughs> <laughs> a little bit underprepared. Yeah. I was um, I was doing really good. I felt awesome. I finished finished the first half um, just under two hours, uh, just, just over two hours for the first, first half. So yeah. pretty handy. Yeah, yeah. I just wanted to stay like I was hoping to try and get under the two hours per half sort of thing. Like, so I get under four hours for the full marathon. Yeah. Pretty, pretty ambitious, but um, yeah, anyway, so done the first half really well, tracking really good. I had a few phone calls along the way and they went, what do you mean? Like, you don't sound like you're fucking doing a marathon. And I was like, no, <laughs> about 26 Ks in. Yeah. And he's like, all right, I'll talk to you later. And then I think um, at about the, 30k mark i started to like my left calf started to yeah get pretty, pretty tight <laughs> I know the feeling. and then um 
Yeah, so I kind of like I pushed through, pushed through, and then by the uh, the thirty five k mark, it was completely shot. Yeah, like just just started to cramp like bad, bad, bad in my left left calf. Did you take any gels or anything? Yeah, I had um, I, I had four gels, so I kind of worked it out to have a gel every sort of eight and a half k's, which was about forty five to fifty minutes. Yeah. So right. um yeah, I had I had four gels on me. So I was getting those in. They helped. I yeah. had um my running belt's got like these two mini water bottles uh, that I had <clears throat> dissolved in a electrolyte tablet. Yeah. And uh and had that in there. And then as I came, I did a loop of the lake. So as I came past home again, mm. um I refilled my bottles. Yeah. yeah. Stopped for like like 30 seconds. I had a I had a big bottle like hidden behind the back tire of my car. So I literally like ran in the driveway, filled my bottles and it took off again. Yeah. But um, yeah, so 30, yeah, 30, 30K marks starts to go, 35Ks, my left calf is just gone. So I, I start like I'm favoring, heavily favoring my right side now. Yeah. And then, um, yeah, at about the 30, 37K mark, my right calf just went. My right hip flexor was so tight as well. My quads were so tight, but it was me, me calves that got me. I yeah. tried to, um, I tried to just slow to a, a walking pace sort of thing and just like walk through it, like, and then um, it was it was just so painful. So I, <laughs> yeah, I, I actually I was I was at um, you know where we start our runs at Buff Point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I actually stopped there to stretch out. I was yeah. like, I'm gonna have to stop and stretch these out. Yeah. Like I'm not gonna make it. <clears throat> so I stretched them out and it was just so hard to get going again. I tried to get going again. <laughs> they just they just wouldn't release. They were just nah. so tight. So, you, so got, um, you got cricket balls in your calves, eh? I could I I couldn't straighten me me toes, sort yeah. of thing. Like it was just yeah. they just lock, locked up. Yeah, that's so, what happened. That's what happened to me. Like it was it's that 30k wall that um uh, I suppose marathoners talk about. They'd say it's like kind of no There's like a I don't know how true it is because like I've never trained properly for one, but they reckon that like no matter the last ten k suck no matter what. It um it just depends how you know how much preparation you've put in for how much that sucks. Um yeah, but I had the same problem. I had the same thing. I was kind of. Same thing with my marathon. I'd done a couple of 10Ks here and there before that. And you're kind of in the same boat. You've you've done them, done halves before, but you hadn't really had a lot of prep considering the time frame you did it in. Um, oh, fuck no. I haven't done anything over over 10Ks in the past six months. Yeah, so you're kind of in the same boat as what I was. And um, <clears throat> I did the same thing. But, yeah, both my cars locked up and I couldn't even walk. I was the same thing. But, I'd, yeah, yes, any incline I walked on the hill, it was – I was cramping and it was, yeah, it's, it's the fucking worst. You get into that. And uh, if I was by myself, I would have 100% gave up. But it was the fact yeah. that I had someone with me the whole time that um, I kind of pushed through. Yeah, I got, I got a mate who's a, um, he's an elite rower and cyclist. And he basically, he's like, mate, there's actually nothing you can do about it. He's like, yeah. it's just, he's like, it's just K's in the leg. Yeah. yeah I was saying to him, I was like, oh, maybe I need to take some salt tablets or something. Mm. He goes, no. uh, Nothing you do about it. Is you, no. you just got to get K's in the legs. Yeah, yeah. 
Yeah, it's um, uh, it's all about trainers. Yeah, that's what we'll, we'll say. And I think we're gonna we're gonna have a red hot crack. I think and do some planning, and we'll probably end up um start our own training and stuff, and set the next little challenge for ourselves and go hard with it, and probably run a marathon. Probably the way we're aiming, it'd probably be almost um we're in July, so August, September, probably like November, December, maybe. I've got to be honest. I'm having a hard time with um. <laughs> with getting with getting so close, yeah, no. but I'll probably end up giving it another crack before then. Yeah, yeah, it's um, it's hard not to when you. I'm the same. It's um, that's what I'm like. I I want to go back and do the exact same marathon again, just so I don't walk the last ten kilometers. Like I finished in four hours fifty five, so I I got under five hours, and it still pisses me off that I didn't run the whole thing. Yeah. So it's um, yeah. The mental games you play with yourself. And uh it's um I kinda I had to call me missus with me <laughs> Can you come and get me? Whimper home. And I saw Bobby. I was um I like hobbled to San Remo. Yeah, yeah. And um I was like, Oh, just pick me up from San Remo Park and I like went and sat myself out outside um Bobby's shop, but I didn't have a mask on me. So because yeah. I was I wanted to go in and get a Gatorade. And um so I was like, I'll just sit out the front, and when Katie gets here, I'll I'll grab a mask and go in and get a drink. But yeah, um, yeah Bobby Bobby pulled up as I said. He said, "What are you doing?" I was like, "Ah, mate, I just tried to do a fucking marathon. <laughs> Didn't get it done." <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, have a mask. Yeah, get a. He get, ended up giving me a power. Raise. He's like, "Don't worry yeah. about it. Don't worry about it." Astronomical effort you just put in, mate. Fucking yeah. It's not easy. No, I underestimated not. it, so um, I learned my lesson. Yeah, that's all. I was um, when you said it, I was like, "You um, you got some big kahunas on you." I remember you saying to me, "He's like, you're not going to train for it." I was like, "Yeah," because ah. <laughs> <laughs> I've 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 been in the same naive mindset that you were in beforehand, and I knew I was like, "I've got you don't, to just... you don't know unless you know, do you? Like, exactly. You um... to be honest. I I got halfway through, and I was I was in my mind going. I'm fucking maybe flying. I'll, yeah, yeah. Mate, I, I said to myself, maybe I'll do fifty because that's like that's an old, that's that's an ultra that's an ultra length. Yeah, <laughs> optimism. Yeah, yeah it's uh, oh yeah. fuck, how things change ten k's later. That's the um, that's just the runners eye kicking in, mate. Oh fuck me, dead. Yeah, yeah anyway, kicking myself. <laughs> yeah, and um, so so where did over the whole seventy five hard challenge, like, so what was the hardest? like stage of it for you oh the start and the and the and the end obviously dealing with that toe at the start that was um oh the just a, me having to pick myself up out of bed and go for a 45 minute walk in the morning at like four in the morning where like every step i took was like someone was like stabbing me in the toes that was probably that that was the hardest kind of physical part um the hardest mental part was, pro- to be honest, probably the last week. I um, I had like a, a shocking last week. Like I, the Sunday before I finished, so I finished on the Friday night. So the Sunday before that, um, my dog got really sick, and then um, I was I was telling all you guys like I had to put my dog down on um, on the Tuesday. So not like I was up at like five o'clock in the morning, the, the morning before, um, like my dog was having seizures and like I pretty much for like three hours, I had to sit down with her and kind of try and settle her down. And then 
dealing with that mental stress. And then I went to work because I kind of wanted to take my mind off it in the Arvo. So I worked like super late and I didn't get home until like eight o'clock at night. And then I'd, yeah, I'd been up since three in the morning and then I still had to train twice. So I, sorry, I walked before I went to work. So I started to come home and do another workout. I just went for another walk to kind of keep my mind off it. But having to deal with all that and then still kind of force myself to show up is probably probably the one of the hardest things I had to do. Like, And that's kind of like where I've always, in the past, that's I've always had food as my comfort. So for me to deal with like um, emotional stress or some, like stuff like that, I'd always kind of turn to food or um, stuff I had as to, you know, kind of comfort myself and kind of de-stress. But having to stick to my diet and, it, I mean, it it was good because like it's, um you know, once you eat shit, you feel like shit and then it kind of gets into a spiral. Um, but yeah, that was probably the hardest is yeah, dealing with that. And then I was like, I'd, I was crooked the week before that. So I had gastro the week before that. And then, so like, oh, you had COVID. No, that was after. So, like, I the week before, so the week before that. So I had gastro on the Friday. Ah, uh, that's right. I remember you showing up to the run saying you'd had it. Yeah. So, I, yeah, yeah. I had gastro on the, sorry, the Thursday. I went home from work on Thursday. I didn't go to work Friday. And then, um, yeah, so I had gastro Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and then Sunday I was sweet, then I ran with you, and then the Sunday night was when the dog got crooked. So, yeah, I'd gone from gastro to training, like, at home, like, feeling like absolute shit, no energy. I hadn't eaten pretty much in, like, two days and then got up and yeah, ran on Sunday. And so there's a few spanners in there that got thrown at me, but it's – um. How did oh, you get by doing your, your exercise with gastro? Oh, it – um. Just had to hope that I didn't shit myself when I went for a forty-five minute walk. Wow. <laughs> pretty much, I um, yeah, well, I hadn't eaten anything, so like I um, I was I was pretty safe. And then I was like, well, I'll get it, I'll get a walk in before I get anything in my stomach. And um, and then yeah, then worked out at home after that. But the yeah, shit sloppy workout. But it was just a matter of showing up and getting it done. I should do something like yeah. So there was a couple of times in there where I just changed, where my body was just super, super sore from the amount of training I was doing at the start, um, where I had to just run my indoor session as like a yoga session or something like to give my body a bit of a break. Uh, I think it was super important that I did that. Otherwise, I probably would have burned out. But yeah, I think I burnt myself out at the end. I was saying to you, I got uh, the crookers I've been in so long. I was saying, we're joking around, saying I thought I had COVID. I'd, was up in Tamworth and um, the challenger finished on the Friday night. And then I was finishing my last session and I was, um, I'd smashed a PB the day before that, you know, the first PB in a while. Um, on my fly- sub five, uh, yeah, sub five minute 5k, yeah, yeah. So I'd run, yeah, it was, um, yeah, I think I ran like a 455 or a five on the dot or something, but yeah, I was cracking, cracking 5k time and I was feeling great. So Red I thought. Lining. Yeah, at the end I was, the last K, I was absolutely <laughs> fucking turning it up. And um, I, I looked at my watch and I was like, geez, I'm I'm cracking cracking at the moment. I better keep it up. And then... All uh, right, 190. Oh, mate, it, was, it would have been up somewhere like that. I, um, yeah, I was, <laughs> I was sucking the deep ones in when I finished. And um, <laughs> yeah, then I went up, so yeah, I worked Friday and my body was really, really sore. And I was like, what the fuck's going on? I was like, I didn't train that hard. And then... Um, yeah, then Friday night I had like a massive fever and I couldn't get couldn't get warm. I was freezing cold and then I couldn't get like I was just boiling hot. 
And then, um, yeah, so I, I drove home. I was meant to work Saturday, drove home Saturday, and then um, had a temple all day on Saturday, and then it kind of passed on Sunday. Uh, but, yeah, I don't know whether or not I was pushing my body too hard, you know, push it to the limits, and my body's just like, you fucking had enough, mate, settle down. Um, you weren't you weren't getting a lot of sleep, and you're probably in a fair uh, calorie deficit as well. Yeah, I was still trying. I was still eating around, like, 3,000 calories. Um but I kind of tapered it off at the last week because like I kind of wanted to lean out a little bit more. I didn't have a scale either. So like when I weighed myself, I weighed myself with a vet actually. I was um waiting for the um embarrassing. <laughs> yeah, I was I was just standing there and I was like, I wonder what I weigh. I weighed myself in a while and I kicked my shoes off and just stood on the scale. And um yeah, and I was that's when I was like, I was I'd, yeah, lost like 12 kilos all up. So um yeah, it'd be interesting to see what I'm at now. I had a guy, one of the boys who lived down the road from me actually pulled me up today. I hadn't seen him in ages and he looked at me, he's like, stop fucking losing weight, mate. Look, yeah. And I was like, it's good when you um get recognition like that. It just shows you that you've put in hard work. So so um when you when you finished it, like looking back on it, what like what are the positives that you that you took from it? Um like how did it what did it do for you? It was more of a mental like obviously the best thing that it did for me was like I lost 12 kilos and like yeah. I it forced me to get back in the routine of eating properly and um being accountable for my food and all that kind of stuff. It's so easy. Like, so I've always had a problem with weight ever since I've been young. Um so I I just yo-yo <clears> backwards and forwards and um the fa- it was more so the fact that I knew I'd failed before and I had to I wanted to get it done as well so yeah the weight was the big one but then the mental the mental challenge of being able to push through adversity like it's um amount of times yeah. that you come through thinking you don't want to train you don't want to do anything you don't want to go for a run like it's um it gives you those mental tools just to show up and and put in work yeah, probably, yeah. Probably, probably the ben- most benefit i got out of it feel like your lifestyle like it's changed your lifestyle do you think it's there's some things in there that you'll stick to yeah, well, like even I was like Jamie, me and we were talking before the podcast started today, and um, and I was saying to Jamie, I was like, oh, I don't want to get chocolate because like I'm having cupcakes for my like for my birthday tomorrow. So I throw my birthday was in COVID as well, and then plus doing the the um challenge, so the um we're getting some cupcakes tomorrow, and they're just getting dropped off at home, and we'll have a, a Zoom cupcake eat. So, <laughs> but yeah, that's um even you have like, one cupcake, you may as well eat them all. Yeah, but like um. Just making like smart choices, like well, I'm having a beer tonight, so I won't, um, you know, I won't eat the extra the extra chocolate, or I won't eat the extra stuff. I'll just like have it in in portions, so not um have an absolute blowout. And that's the that's the key, I think, is um taking little things like that because I either that's what I'm saying, I either get obsessive or I um or I blow out. I try to I try to make it like if I want to have these things, I've got to earn them. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's why I was like, well, yeah, I was, I'm the same. I was like, well, I, um, I had pizza and shit last week and I didn't, I didn't run on the weekend. And I was like, well, now I'm going to f- absolutely flog myself twice during the week before it gets to Friday and I want to have, um, a beer. So, and then I was like, well, I'm going to eat cupcakes. I was like, let's just do a 10K on Sunday and burn some cows. So, I might even have to do a half, half marathon tomorrow. <laughs> Don't say pizza that, for, pizza fucking... for lunch, and uh, <laughs> I've had about eight beers. So. Yeah, <laughs> I 
Oh, you've earned them, mate. That's you've earned them from that marathon attempt. Sure. You're um yeah, you've definitely earned them. But yeah, that's odd. I, I was actually talking to Tyson who um owns a protein shop down in Budgeway today, and we're talking about the oh, yeah. yeah he's doing um he's getting into jujitsu now. So he was talking about the comp, and I was like, I'm I'm finally getting within reach and distance of the of the um division below Wait, me. Bracket. Yeah, so I'm. I'm at, like, or when I finished challenge, I think I was about 103 or 104, and I need about 97. So all this running and an extra couple of months is probably going to hopefully get me down to the um the next weight bracket. So I'll probably end up um throwing my name in there and going hard before I get my purple belt. Yeah, I was going to say you should try and um try and do that before you go purple because you're not far off that. No, well, it's going to be a while now considering that um we've had so many. Like glasses not on, so mm. I'm gonna go the other way. I think I'm gonna go like put weight on just to get more matches. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, <clears throat> you're on the the brink of that level, the weight class below you. So you um, yeah, you're just gonna be feel stronger and feel better. I reckon. Yeah, I think so. Mm. Your cardio, yeah, is good. Through, your cardio is through the roof anyway. So that's what we're saying. There's like heaps of guys that are. Kind of we're watching them sit back and talk about them doing nothing in um at jiu-jitsu and here we are like um absolutely flogging ourselves all the time. We've got Maddie running and Jakey when he shows up. Oh, we've we've created the the Anaconda Run Club. Yeah. Well, I was like just like little stuff like yeah, I've had a lot like had a lot of people message me when I was doing this um seventy five hard like they they kind of just watch and follow along and then it gets to about like day 30 or something and a few people say a few things and then you get to like day 50 and you have a few more people message you and there's a couple of people towards the end that were like um you know messaging you like in with encouragement or just um, yeah, like curious, just, curious about the process uh no just like encouragement and then like um i don't like two or three people reach out to me afterwards asking about the process, like um, kind of what is it, like um, all that kind of stuff. A few people along the line ask me what it is, but like once I'd finished, like, and I'd explain to them what it was, like you explain to it, like to people through the the process what it is and you get a lot of people saying, oh, fuck that, I couldn't do it, I couldn't train twice a day. And like everyone's got the same 24 hours in a day and it, you know, it just, it, it depends on how much you want it. Like everyone's busy. Everyone's got a family. Like I've got two kids. So I work a full-time job and it just takes the a world fact. way. Exactly. Like if you, you want to walk at four o'clock in the morning or three 30 in the morning or at two degrees in Tamworth on a Friday morning, like at 3am, like you, you just find a fucking way to do it. So yes. Yeah, um, yeah. And then a few people messaged me yeah, towards the end and like kind of said like, you know, keep doing what you're doing. You kind of motivated me to get like my, pull my finger out again. And then like I see Chris, like he started doing 75 hard as well. Like obviously like that me doing it has an impact on him wanting to do that. You know what I mean? Like it's, um, it's good seeing all that kind of stuff because like, yeah, you know, you don't realize that your motivation to people until you start seeing people do kind of little things like that. That's why I love like young Maddie getting involved with. Yeah, I know on the runs and stuff like that yeah. and just getting amongst it like it's yeah. um yeah it's good it's rewarding yeah for sure i mean that's yeah. not that's not my goal like i'm not trying to drag people out to do things like i'm not nah. that's yeah it's not what i'm trying to do but it's just it is nice to see like the boys getting after it yeah and um 
yeah, like even Maddie was saying, I haven't run since school, and then like uh, he's saying, I feel like I feel awesome again. Like it's um, <clears throat> yeah, like you you're doing it for your own personal development, and um, yeah, it's just a byproduct. Yeah, you're, it's um, hard for me to it's hard for me to imagine to go back two and a half years to when I wasn't training. Yeah, wasn't doing anything. You know, I mean, outside of drinking piss and and doing fuck all like mm. you know I mean like that was my life I work mm. I finish work I, I get on the piss yeah you really? fall into that routine and then but like it's um you know you're you're a product of the people you have around you and I think that's why um me and you kind of gravitate to each other because you know like we're kind of on that same journey we um we realize how much of a slob we can be sometimes and we um we use that as motivation to kind of get around each other and support each other similar goals and 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 aspirations sort of thing like yeah. for what we want for us and our families and yeah definitely mm. it's um yeah it's a it's a good thing to have people around you that's like yeah yeah you surround yourself you surround yourself with um people with like-minded goals and that's kind of what you're gonna what you're gonna be but, yeah. hopefully uh yeah hopefully this doesn't drag out too much longer and we can all fucking Start getting around each other again in the gym. Start um, doing some sweaty cuddling. Yeah, I, I fucking miss yeah. it. Yeah, me too. It's um, yeah, it's killing. Hopefully, yeah. Hopefully, it's um, only a couple more weeks and we can get back in the swing a bit. If not, it's um, I'm loving the running. I've been doing a lot of jiu-jitsu with my son, who's six. Yeah, but, yeah. Uh, to be honest, to be honest, I've got his measure. Like, <laughs> oh, I yeah. tap him every time. Like, yeah. Um, I can tell Charlotte's missing it as well. She, um, yeah, she wrestles with me a little bit here and there, and like she tries to re- like it's usually me revving her up and grabbing her, and then she's doing grabbing me. So it's um, you can tell she's missing it as well. We really want to get Jacks in, but it just our work schedules don't allow for it because um. Yeah, I think I think his class starts at four forty-five. Four thirty now. So me and Katie don't get home till five thirty. Yeah, so mm. it's it not fun. even. It's not possible. No, need to buy a pe- buy a people mover and come pick up the clan. And uh, and uh, get a nanny or something. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Oh yeah, now the um. I'm tempted to do the um the next phase, but they chuck a cold chair in there and um a few more tasks as well. So we'll see do, what happens. Have you ever done ice baths and stuff like that? Yeah, yeah they suck. I hate them. Fucking hate they suck. Mm, like even even cold showers. Like I, I went through a stage where I was just turning the shower off um at the end and spend like a minute in the cold, and even that sucks. And um, it's cool for you. So do you, the guy that made the 75 hard challenge, Yeah. what's his name? Uh, Andy Frizzella. So what's his background? Like, what's his story? He, like, like, he's just, he's like, a, he's a business kind of guy and it's like self-motivation kind of dude. So it's more about like um, the mental side of things more than the physical side mm-hmm. of things because everyone can push themselves to the physical limit. It's about unlocking your, your mental capability. Um, yeah. So that's what it is. It's like... Um, getting that routine of like high level success um, and creating those patterns. It's not all about um, just you subconsciously um, just doing your task every day. It's about setting those like it's little mini wins that you don't realize that you're doing your setting habits to um, 
create a lot of positivity in your life. It's um, those, the tasks you're doing each day is, um, it's just creating discipline um, around everything. And it's, and then that transfers into business, that transfers into, um, yeah, self-development and all that kind of stuff. What did you um, read over the course? Uh, Atomic Habits was the first one I read. Um, and then I read, um, what was the other one? I'm, I'm just doing, a, I'm finishing a rule one investing one at the moment about like uh, stock market investment. Um, the Resilience Project was the other one. That was probably my favorite. It talks about like um, going through kind of like tough times and being resilient. And this guy created like the this thing called the Resilience Project. And um, he does like motivational talks with like the NRL and AFL and all that kind of stuff. And um, that, was, that was probably my favorite one. Atomic Habits right. is good as well because it um, breaks down like the psychology of how you think of a habit and like it takes you um, anything that takes you longer than like or less than two minutes to do, you you do that. So say if I want to go to the gym in the morning, all I need to focus on is me putting my clothes on, nothing else. Don't worry about the fucking gym. Don't worry about what I'm planning to do the rest of the day. My sole task is to get out of bed and put my clothes on. And then everything else falls in the line before that. So you're creating that positive habit. Of course, you're going to go to the gym if you put your clothes on. Yeah. So it's about creating those little micro habits to um, create positive habits and changing what and finding those habits you don't want, like say smoking or drinking or gambling or yada yada yada, bad food. You change every time you have that feeling. You you t- you put something in front of it that creates a positive thing, and then um, you change that positive habit. Um, like that negative habit or positive habit kind of thing. So it's um that was yeah they're, bo- they're both awesome books, both really good like self um development books. So, you know, good. They so, um, helped me a lot. Yeah, so I'll have to fucking I might uh, I might have to start reading that book. Actually, I have yeah. actually heard other people say that it's really good. Mm. So. Yeah, yeah, they're both they're both really yeah. good. Yeah, the atomic habit ones is good because um yeah you don't realize how much um. Yeah, like everything is a habit. Like it's everything you do every day is a habit. So like you might not think of it as a habit, but like you getting up and just looking at the fridge or like you, you once you start thinking of those things like consciously, you start realizing like how much of a negative, how many negative things you do um, to, to promote that habit. Like um, you might say with like the eating thing, like um, me eating when I'm like using that as an emotional emotional cushion like um you catch that like okay well i'm feeling upset like and then you just break it down like well why am i feeling upset because like i lost my dog and that doesn't mean i have to eat shit and then you just change that into like okay well i'm gonna use that as now i'm gonna just go for a walk to take my mind off it which is gonna tick off one of my tasks for the day and then you just turn that into one of your your positive things and then once you start um, turning your mind around to think of positive things and like positive, once you're thinking a lot more positive during the day, then a lot more positive things happen and you're in a positive mindset. So if you're thinking of negative all the time, there's always going to be those negative things around you and you're going to find the reason to be negative. So it's, um, that's uh, one, that's what, yeah, it's one thing I found that's helped is that positive affirmation as well. Yeah. I, I had a bit of a conversation with, um, with Mike recently and I was just saying to him I had like a bit of a a light bulb moment recently where I was just kind of letting life stresses get on top of me where everything was just sort of getting to me yeah and I just I just all of a sudden just went 
why the fuck am I stressing about things that I have no control over? Whether I stress about them or not does not change the outcome one bit. So why am I like why am I wasting my time with this? Yeah. And it was just like in a in a matter of minutes, I just kind of like snapped out of this funk that I was in and just mm. went about my business. And I've just been trying to I've just been trying to keep that attitude up, sort of thing. So it's been it's been pretty good so far. But yeah, it was just kind of a light bulb moment in my head. I was like, why am I wasting time being stressed about these things that I have no control over? And being stressed about them doesn't change the outcome. No. And that's what I've um I think I learned that um that lesson when I first when I first tore my ACL the first time and I lost my job and that's what I was talking about on the the other um episode we did, like losing my job and then um and then having a baby and waiting on knee surgery and that kind of stuff, like and then doing my knee again, I was like, it is what it is. Like I I can't control the outcome. It's I've I've torn something in my knee. It is what it is. Like I can't it's nothing I can do about it. There's no point in being upset about it. There's no point in just do something about it. Like there's the same with like me being looking in the mirror and have like not liking the way that I look or do something about it. Like there's no point in being upset about it or like come with this COVID stuff. Like it's um, like it's stressful, like losing um, some of our income and like, but I can't control that. So it is, Get, get, you get like you get on with it you just kind of find ways to you look at trying i try and find the positive in all the situations i'm in now and i feel like that's helped me a lot with my mental health in the last probably year or two because yeah you can't control what you can't control and what you can control then you know you can you you control the outcome of so oh, like, yeah. yeah yeah you um and that's why I, I pulled the trigger on doing the 75 hard because i wasn't happy with how i looked and I um I could feel that my mental health was going down because every time I look in the mirror, I hated how I looked and that would put me in a bad mood. And I was like, well, you can control that. So fix it. Like I can't control me waiting on knee surgery. I can't control me, you know, to w- what restrictions the government put in. It's, it is what it is. I can't, there's no point in living your life in a negative, um in a negative mindset because it just, yeah, negative attracts negative. And the, you see the people that are in those funks that everything is, just a victim mentality sometimes and um they get stuck in those um feedback loops of negativity and everything around them is negative attractions yeah why me fuck this yeah and um i I was like that that used to be me i used to i used to argue with everyone and i was always negative about every situation and i was like you know i hate being around people i hate doing this and it was always like bad words and negative words and once you're consciously realize you're doing that and um you turn it around and it's it is what it is like that's what it's my favorite saying it's it is what it is mate you just keep soldiering on yeah i mean no one wants to be around fucking negative people when they're being like that sort of thing so no it's um it's 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 draining especially when like i know i know what it's like to be in that and um in that kind of mindset and you know, sometimes you just got to pull your socks up and, you know. I think only, only you can pull yourself out of it. Uh, yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, 100%. It's, um, yeah, you've got to, you've got to take, um, take that kind of by its balls and deal with it yourself. Yeah. So, anyways, you guys, you guys have gotten into a bit of, um, a little bit of a side hustle. Yeah, a little bit. We, um, it's been hard at the moment because, um, because of everything that's happened in the last week. But um, 
Yeah, it's um, hopefully it all start kicking off again now. We um, yeah, selling like a, a health food product, so it's um, yeah, pretty well. The basis of it is just like a, a fruit and veg and a berry and um, omega supplement that's um, you know, hundred percent vegan and um, all natural products. So it's um. Yeah, we're going to do like a product launch in probably in the next couple of weeks where we just do like a big Zoom call and invite a few people in and um, and talk about it all and what we're doing and all that kind of stuff. So hopefully in the next um, in the next week or two, once I've done a little bit more uh, product training and all that kind of stuff, I'll have a few more announcements going. But I had the ball rolling about like creating the interest about it and all that kind of stuff and then it kind of fell off a little bit considering um, – yeah, the, the end of the challenge, as I was saying before, with all the hiccups that I had. But yeah, yeah, we'll get you, back there. You guys are taking the products, obviously. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, like, the, how we got into it was like um, Jamie's mum was into it. And then um, she kind of, you know, she's been talking about it for a while. And then I was like, oh, yeah, like, whatever. It's, um, yeah, supplements, whatever. I kind of brushed mm-hmm. it off. And then, um, and then my old man started looking into it. And then he started taking it. And then I was like, oh, you know, it's like, low um low overhead cost to get into it and you know we'll see how it goes so so um, if i can create that little bit extra income for the family then that's um yeah it's a positive so anyone wants to know anything else about it just um reach out and flick me a dm or send me a message and i'll get back to you yeah how have um like what are the main products that you that you guys are taking personally and like how how have they been for you um, so like you got like a fruit, um, like a fruit capsule and then, um, a vegetable capsule and then, um, the Amiga is what like we're going to be on. So, um, the, it's pretty much like if you had to take all three, like there's you got your fruit, veg and berries, if you've taken all three, then yeah, it's like 30 different, um, fruits, veg and berries that you have. And so it's pretty much like what you're missing out on your, um, in your diet so like even though that like i'm vegetarian and stuff i still don't eat a shitload of um veggies so it's kind of like um i mainly have like beans and um your basic veggies so i was taking a greens powder before um but that's what i was saying to you guys powders always taste like shit yeah and then like um then i was taking um like fish oil which kind of defeats the purpose of me being a vegetarian or being a or being plant-based because um i'm still kind of contributing to the animal product so um yeah it's good to have like just a, a vegan omega as well so um yeah it's um and then charlotte's been having the gummies as well so it's um yeah more so to kind of boost your immune system and um keep yourself healthy so it's um do you realize that they're good for her is it just like oh yeah have these lollies <laughs> I'm like, she just likes eating the gummies so yeah so um, i need to keep myself away from them as well because i've been eating like handfuls of them so i'm chewing in a bit more ish <laughs> yeah they're um it's, it was an easy little um a little snack for me to throw in when i wanted to feel like something real sweet or something like that so throw a couple of gummies down and pass the um the cravings yeah i've, I've always got like when I'm on a hard diet, I've always got these little things that are like my little cheat snacks and stuff like that. Yeah. Like I'll get these like little rice cakes that have got chocolate on the back oh, of them, but they're, they're, yeah. they're like fuck all calories. Yeah, yeah. Get a little bag of them and it might be like 100 and 150 calories. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's a few little tips and tricks that you learn over the times when you're, um, when you're dieting. If you get like amino acids and um, – and get like ice and you like you rub the um like you spread the spring like sprinkle the amino acids over the ice cubes 
and then you kind of just like suck on the ice cubes and then dip it back in the um, thing. It's kind of like having a bit of like a slushy. Wait. Yeah. So yeah, there's a, there's a few little tips and tricks you learn over the time when you're absolutely starving for calories. So <laughs> yeah, zero, like, like that. zero calorie jellies, low and a zero cal- like low calorie jelly is really good as well. Um, yeah, there's a few little bits and pieces, and then like hot chocolates out of um out of protein. That's my that's my big favorite. So you just get your protein, and then um, a little trick you do with it, where you got to put water in it first before you put hot water in. It, otherwise, it separates. Um, but yeah, making hot cho- making hot chocolates and stuff, and everything out of your protein. So little things like that to um, yeah, trick your trick your mind that you're having a bad treat. Stay the course. Yeah. So it's um yeah, it's an that comes back to like the atomic habits thing. It's um yeah. I can't remember the time frame on it, but like there's like four or five different um, things that your mind goes through. Um, and the first three of them, I think, are purely pleasure-based. Yeah. And once you change um, kind of the way you think about that thing and change the habit, like you got to rewire the habit super hard and it takes a lot of time to do it. Um, yeah, it's about tricking your, tricking your body into uh, rewarding it with something that... Um, isn't associated with that negative um, thing like a bad food or a, a cheat meal or something like that. And you kind of like, well, if I'm craving something sweet, then I, I kind of change that habit to turn it into having a positive affirmation about a health food, not a, yep. not a junk food. So yeah, you, um, yeah, you learn, um, learn it. it's, it's so easy to fall back straight into the, um, the ice cream train once you're off the wagon though. That's uh, ice cream's my Achilles heels. Like I <laughs> love ice cream. Yeah, me too. We can I can be sat there eating like I'll get a tub for the missus, like get her her own one. And I'll get yeah. my own one. Yeah, I'm the same. And she'll she'll turn over and she'll be like, Are you fucking serious? She's like, Have you eaten all that? And I'm like, Yeah. What do you mean? Just, yeah, I'm the same. I'll finish mine and I'll look at her, wait for her to like put a lid back on. I'll wait, yeah. On, and I'm like, come on, give it to me. <laughs> yeah. She does the same. She yeah. she'll get like Halfway through, quarters way through, and she'll be like, "Go on, yeah, you have this. I don't want it." Yeah, <laughs> you just you uh, sit there with. All four. right, since you're not gonna eat it, I, guess I'll, <laughs> I I'll suppose I'll eat it. it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah don't want it to go to waste. Yeah, exactly. I'm the same. I um, yeah, you just sitting there with the hawk eyes waiting for it. It's like you're like a dog that's just waiting for a, a bone to get thrown to. I get so bad. Like I get, sometimes, like I I can't help myself. I have to go get it in the car and go get some ice cream. Well, that's what we'll, we'll so as I was saying before about going to get chocolate and stuff. I, um, I knew that if I didn't finish, like start drinking my beer, I would have gotten in the car and went to Woolies and bought ice cream and chocolate. So I was like, nah, I'm drinking. I can't, I'm not driving. <laughs> Give me a shot. Yeah. <laughs> uh, even though it was like a Northern, that's a super crisp, but it's only like not even a standard drink. I would have been fine to drive, but I just, um, yeah. Changing those, changing those habits. Uh, mm. You know you got issues when you're blind drunk driving to the server to get ice cream. <laughs> <laughs> Hopefully that doesn't happen. Like that. <laughs> um, so you were saying you were thinking about doing this, like the next phase of this 75 hard challenge. What's- yeah, it's uh, it's the same again, but it's only 30 days. And um, yeah, I think I'm going to give, give it a bit of a break first just for um, my marriage sake. So it's... um. Uh, as I was saying, you spend a lot of time and it's easy to fall into that selfishness of um, doing everything for yourself. Um, I was saying it takes, like we were talking about in the last podcast, it takes a, 
a, a bigger man to realize that you're being selfish and um, you need to rein it in. It's um, I've had my 75 days and I've, I've pulled my finger out and I'm back into the, the healthy routine of running a couple of days now. And um, yeah, it's time to kind of give my family a bit more time for a while. And then um, mm. I'll, I'll probably still will do phase phase one eventually. Um, but yeah, I'll probably give it a break for a, a month or two before I get into that. As long as I, I'm tracking the way that I want to track with my weight and everything like that. And then, um, yeah, once it, um, if my weight keeps going down, then I don't think there's really any need for it. I, I'm, if I keep those habits up where I'm at, if I feel like I'm slipping off a little bit, I might um, pull the trigger on it and, and do it again. See how you get on. So what's the plan then? Are you, are you going to do, like, were you planning to do this um, grappling industries comp with us? Um, I was kind of like 50-50. I'm like, well, I'll see where my weight's at. But now my weight is down near the 100 mark. I, um, I'm i going to have a red hot crack and try and get to um, the 97 range. So if I get down to like pretty close, I'll, I'll register and then it'll force me to cut weight to get down there. Um, as long if I, if I if I sit at the 100, 100, like 100 to 99 mark, um, I know I can get there. So that's where, like, that's where I used to float when I was a white belt. I would float between the the 98 to 100 mark. And I knew that if I kind of gave myself about three weeks, I could lose those few kilos and get down there. So if I'm around that- four weeks out now, but I've, I mean, like I was saying before, I, I don't it's know probably, if it's yeah. going to go to head. I was, I was talking to Tyson today about it and he was like, um, it, it's probably going to drop restriction levels. And that's going to mean that it's probably not going to happen again, even though we, come out of restriction is probably only going to drop like one or two levels to what we're, from what we're at now so um there's probably not going to be spectators or anything or any big events over 100 people so um i've got a feeling it might end up like late september so it gives me a lot of time yeah yeah who knows who knows it's mm. every day it's fucking just dragging out worse yeah it's um good for chris shit mm. for shit for everyone but um mm, definitely what do you do? It's um, it's just the way it is at the moment. So it's um, hopefully, yeah, it's meant to a bit more meant to finish lockdown in like what seven days, but I highly doubt that'll happen. Yeah, no, it's not looking like it. I mean, you, today we had oh, fuck, it was like 130 mm. cases and mm. nearly 50 active in the community. Mm. I just locked down like um, Cumberland and Blacktown local council. So it's interesting to see what happens with work next week because um. One of my big sites is I'm um, in Auburn, so. so yeah, I'm waiting for the phone call to say I got to go and get the vaccine for for work. Mm, that's what um, yeah, be interesting. I I feel like we're our, like our work's gonna end up down that path. A couple of the guys went and got it because they um, they're in what's it called um, hotel quarantine. Like they they right. they service the hotels, um, and then but like. We do aged care. That's like one of our big clients. Same. Um, that's that's the reason I got to gonna have to probably go and get it. Yeah. So that's like our majority of our like probably fifty percent of our work is um is aged care, and then the other fifty percent is like um big food manufacturing sites. So um yeah, I don't know. We'll see what happens. It um it's they've made it man. I think they made it mandatory for all the internal workers. Besides, but like there was a case the other day where a contractor brought it in to one of the aged cares. So 
it's um I think it's a matter of time before they make it mandatory for all us contractors to do it. Well, I think because of our age, we've got to have the Pfizer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyone, um, yeah, that's the only one I'd want to have. I was to have any, but it's um some scary, sketchy on the AstraZeneca one. Yeah, it's a bit sketchy. I think it was New South Wales Health, um, an incident or whatever. I think it was posted a thing. I sent it to one of the boys today. It was like two people died yesterday or the day before, someone from having AstraZeneca, which is um scary shit. Yeah, I don't know, like. There's so much fucking misinformation on the internet. I know. It's like, it's like, what do you, how do you know what to fucking read? And, yeah, you know, know. I mean, like, what's, what's legit and what's not? Do you yeah, know what I mean? it's, yeah. It's hard. It's, um, the, the one thing that, like, put me off the AstraZeneca one was, like, when the, I think it was the Queensland health chick was, like, said that I'm not giving, like, 18 year old AstraZeneca. She was, like, blown up about it. I was like, well, I'm not getting that. And then, um, yeah, we'll see what happens. But I suppose we're lucky that if we do have to get it, it'll be the Pfizer one. So, it's, um, but who knows when that's going to be? Considering the um, the amount of doses they have and whatnot. So, see what happens. Just play it by ear. Let's take it as it comes. I've had a few people who like had their vaccination and then put posts up on their Facebook going. Oh, I just wanted to let everyone know I'm perfectly fine. Yeah, Nothing's I've... happened from my vaccination. Mm. I do, I do, however, get really good 5G reception now. Yeah, <laughs> 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 me and the uh, me and one of the boys are joking around today. Actually, we're talking about um, uh, we had shit phone reception somewhere, and um, and you were like, "Oh, fuck's going on with the the phones?" And then he's like, "Oh, it must be because of the um vaccine." And then I just fucking started piss myself laughing. Uh, yeah, yeah, it's, yeah. It's uh, yeah. Like my like my mother in laws had both um both Pfizer's. My mum's had Pfizer. Um, yeah, and they're fine. So, so I don't know what my grandmother had, but she keeps telling me go to go and get vaccinated. She's like, go and get vaccinated, dear. <laughs> yeah, they um yeah. I mean, the amount of numbers that have been um vaccinated around the world i'm like i'm sure there's probably been adverse reactions with the flu vaccine but um it's just not publicized as much as it is with um this considering the, the current situation we're in apparently like we're the laughing stock around the world at the moment like people are <laughs> yeah. watching watching not, clips not to roll of, yeah they're watching clips of how new south wales government's reacting to COVID at the moment mm, mm. well they um i think uh, I think it might have been England. They just like stop counting. It's like yeah, whatever. We're at like fifty thousand a day or something. They've, they've yeah, they've opened up. They've yeah, fully opened up. Yeah, they because they lifted the last of the lockdowns the other day. Katie's Katie's obviously like my partner. She's yeah, from yeah. England, the UK, yeah. so yeah, yeah. her family's all there, and fuck, most of them have had it. Mm. The, the the her aunties who are like her mum's sisters. Mm who are like heavy drinkers and smokers got it didn't bother them mm. her, her sister who's like really healthy just finished um her army reserves training runs all the time like super fit in mm. her like 40s mm. it fucked her she was, <laughs> packed. She well, was fucked, yeah. fucked for like two weeks mm. yeah well, they um it's, it's, it's the same with everything though like you um some people have bad like influenza like it's um mm. same same 
yeah, there's a lot of um, you know, conspiracies and everything going on, but it's yeah, it's hard hard know what to believe. Guys, you know, it's, it's just um, um, I know one thing. I reckon I'm pretty confident. I reckon it definitely come from that, those labs. Yeah, well, they um, fucking add to it. I was listening to um, Rogan talk about it, and they're like they were banning people off um, off social media for talking about that conspiracy theory. Now it's like an <clears> open <throat> discussion. They're like, oh, maybe, yeah, who knows? Yeah. And that were like completely banning people before that and shutting it all down. But it's I, I just find it very strange that um that. China's vaccine vaccine rate is um like ours, and they're fully open. They're just like whatever. I don't give a fuck. No, so it's um who knows? Who bloody knows? I wonder what I wonder, I wonder what the case case numbers are like over there at the moment. Mm. Well, I think America's um going off again about like their their case numbers, um how high they are. I think it's all just going crazy but it's only like it's either lock up lock the country down for the forever and not let anyone in because everyone's going to have it from overseas so it's, yeah, um, you just gotta fucking get on with it hmm. but i don't think that's going to happen until there's a shitload of vaccines so Let's see how it goes if you've see got it. if you if you're immune comp- compromised stay yeah. home yeah yeah let the boys play yeah (laughs) let the boys (laughs) wrestle yeah let the boys wrestle the men just want to smash yeah yeah yeah. at least um, least least we've got sport like live sports did you watch um did you watch uh the ufc the other day with um bam bam's fight he knocked out i did how hectic was that i did I know he got he got rocked too he got right he got the old stanky leg and he um kind of sat back and gave it to him yeah it was i was i was like i saw him get rocked and i was like oh fuck no Mm. and then he just sort of yeah just hit him with that fucking hook that west of sydney baby i know go to sleep i know fuck this it was a good it was it was a good card yeah it was a it was a really good card that's um the main event was a bit of a disappointment. <laughs> Literally let down there. Do you see um Jake Paulson, um Dustin Poirier, the um the Connor chain? How good's that necklace? <laughs> and he goes, Do you want me to break his ankle before you um I send it over? Do you, do you want to do it? Or do you want the full necklace? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Piss off. Yeah, that's fucking good. Yeah, and um we'll have to do a um a bit of a fight breakdown with uh, Mikey on the Anaconda podcast. Yeah, for sure. We should get together and uh, do a uh, fight companion. Mm, I know. When's the next um the next card? I think there's a um there's nothing. I'm pretty sure there's nothing on this weekend. Uh, oh, you know what's on? Is it this weekend or is it next week? I think it might be this weekend. At, um, Sandhagen and uh, Dillashaw. Yeah, that'd be a banger. I hope that's on. If that's on Sunday, um, let's um, I think it's a free card too. So, yeah, Sunday the twenty fifth. Is it a free card? It's a fight night, yeah. Yeah, all right. Let's um, let's cheat up, and we'll um, we'll do. So you've got Corey Sandhagen, TJ Dillashaw. Mm. Then you've got um, Aspen Lad versus Macy Chiason. Yeah, Chiason, Kyla Phillips, uh, Rulian Paiva, mm. uh, Darren Elkins, Derek Miner. Mm. Random Maverick, Macy Barber, Adrian. 
excuse me, Adrian Yanez, Randy Costa. Mm. And then preliminary card. I won't go through all those because I don't no. recognize any of them. Oh, that's um there, yeah, even if even the, the main like just even if we do the main card as a as a bit of a show. And um yeah, yeah Corey Sandhagen's been on a bit of a tear. Yeah, and um he's been be- wanting a, a top top uh contender fight for a while. And um tough comeback for Dillashaw. It's um he's been off for two years, so it's um interesting to see how he um he comes back after his um controversy. So I watched the presser the other day and he seemed um he seemed he seemed pretty good. He seemed to handle the the whole thing. Like the line of questioning was always going to be in regards to the EPO and, mm. and the ban and that sort of thing. And he's he yeah, he seemed to handle it pretty well. He just kind of said that he he's like, Look, I'm like I've always owned up to it. Like I'm mm. I'm I'm happy to talk about it. I've talking about it before, like mm. I'm happy to happy to talk about it more. I watched his um he did a food truck diaries with um Shaw. Um, I watched that the other day and he was saying like they, they went back and tested all these other um samples and stuff and it was only that one fight they did it because he was down at twenty five, but he um yeah. I think it's so it's so long. I don't know how he got there. EPO. Yeah, I know, yeah. but he looked he looked dead. half dead, yeah. I know. He looked like how Connor used to look when he used to young scales. Couldn't have, I just couldn't imagine. Um, I just couldn't imagine how you would feel oh, at that weight. Do you know what I mean? Like, I know. It's uh, yeah. It can't be good for you. He certainly can't do shit like that because we fight same day. Yeah, I know. That's the um, that's a hard even, thing about even twenty four hours to hydrate from that. Mm, but mm. It's just be still so depleted. Yeah, I know, and um. Yeah, you couldn't. I, yeah, I know how you feel when, like, when I was kind of trying to cut weight down to get to um, like ninety seven, just to kind of be around that weight. Like, mm. the yeah, the cardio you're putting in, you just feel like absolute rubbish, like calorie depleted, and it's um, I can't imagine how those guys do it, cutting the amount of weight they do. It's the the mental stress of it as well. Like, I, know. I find like a week a week out, I'll be like getting on and off the scales, like. Five oh, or six times yeah. a day. Yeah, me I mean? too. <laughs> that's why I don't have scales at home. That's why I don't know what I weigh. <laughs> yeah, yeah it's, it's fucking uh, stresses you out. Well, that's why I just I just go off um how I look and I just take progress photos now to make sure I'm kind of on track. So that's what I try and do. That's kind of what's taught me with the seventy five hard thing is not to worry about what my weight is um and to you know judge what I'm doing off how my clothes fit and how I um how I look. So yeah, yeah. Well, you look good. Thanks, bro. You feel good. That's it. And we're uh, we're back on Doing the, the thing. Uh, yeah, back on the running train, and we'll um yeah we'll fucking get after it on on Sunday. Well, let's get this fucking uh, marathon training underway. I think so, brother. I um yeah. I think and we need, and to, we need to grow the uh, the Anaconda Run Club. We need to grow it. I know. We need to um. Get a few other boys out there. Jakey, whenever he rocks up, I'm sure he's going to listen to this. Pull your finger out, Jake. How many times you dug the boys? Uh, he's barely a member. I think he's done one run. He's um, he's about to get kicked out. So if you don't show up this weekend, Jake, you're um, you're booted. You heard it here first. <laughs> we'll uh, we'll have to sub you in with a new person. Jake Gibbs, you're in. Oh, mate, the uh, yeah, he, the 
the uh, the redheaded version of the Jake might have to step in. I just think it's an easy swap, a Jake for a Jake. Mate, it's um, it is an easy swap, and um, you know, if you're not pulling your weight in the old Anaconda Run Club, you um, you need left behind. Gibbs, he's got thicker legs than than Righty as well. <laughs> <laughs> he does have some pins, the old Righty, he um, and some shit shoes. So until he buys shoes and um, and shows up, you're um, you're on the way out, he, mate. He uh, you can't be running in like Western Sydney Airshow Lab Nikes. Imagine, imagine how much his feet would have been hurting at the end of that. Ah, fuck. I'm surprised he didn't show up with a bum bag. <laughs> Fanny pack. Oh, he, um, oh, he's a bit of a pretty boy, aren't you, Jakey? No, we love him. We yeah. love him. Yeah. Uh, anyway, all right, we'll wrap it up then. We'll, um, we've been going for a fair while now, but... Yeah, good. Uh, oh, brother. Good, good review of the old seventy-five hard. Good uh, episode one of the uh, the BBG show. So we'll um, yeah, we'll get the um fight companion or something. Even if we don't, we'll just mean you might run a fight companion on Sunday if Mikey's too busy. We'll um, we'll figure yeah, it out. Sure. I've got multiple screens I can run up on this thing. So yeah, for sure. No, well, you've done a good job on that fucking challenge, anyways. So thanks, um, brother. Fuck, I, I I reckon other people should give it a crack as well. For sure, it's um, yeah, it's a it's a good mental uh, and physical challenge to get through. It um, yeah, builds character. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, we'll All catch, right, catch you guys in the next one. And peace. See ya.